Hi, welcome to IMS Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Teresa Barber, and today we're speaking with Darren Gardner, King & Spalding partner and head of the firm's new global human capital and compliance practice. In this episode, we'll explore emerging trends and innovation in the legal industry sparked by the pandemic and other factors, and consider advice for new law school graduates. Darren Gardner leads King & Spalding's global human capital and compliance practice. He's recognized globally as a pioneer in the area of international employment law. Darren's centralized advisor approach to international employment law has changed the way that many of the world's largest companies manage their global workforce and HR compliance issues. In the course of his career, Darren's undertaken more than 500 multi-jurisdictional strategic transactional and compliance-related projects covering more than 170 different countries. Darren is the trusted advisor to many of the world's largest companies in matters ranging from day-to-day complex cross-border employment issues on a single country basis to large and complex multi-jurisdictional workforce projects. Darren is well known for developing consistent global workforce compliance and risk management solutions for some of the world's largest companies. I want to pivot and talk a little bit too about how you got here. You have definitely led a decorated career. I'm curious to know what drew you in the first place to the legal profession. What made you say, this is what I want to do. Here's who I want to work with and serve. Where did that light bulb first go off for you? It took a little while. I would like to think that I'm somewhat entrepreneurial. And my goal has always been to be able to get out of bed every day and really enjoy what I do, given the way that I think and the expectations that I have of myself, I really need to have something that's challenging and ultimately that means I don't have to do the same thing every day. At the same time, I think one of the measures of successful partners of law firms is their ability to differentiate themselves. I also didn't want to do the same thing as everybody else and I typically have led my life that way. In terms of a decorated career, look, I have been very fortunate to work with people, some of them for a really long time, who are exceptionally talented. This is really in certainly from my perspective, and I think in reality, anything we do, we've always done as a team. I think one of the reasons that we've had the success we have is the clients know that. They know that this isn't sort of one guy trying to cobble together and hope that it works, but there's a ton of talent around this that have worked together for a long time, who know how to operate as a team. And who are really focused on delivering value for clients. If asked, I would say that's the, the pleasure in what I do and I think the fundamental reason for the success and it's, it's at a team, not a personal level. That's a great answer. I want to ask you a little bit too about mentoring. We were talking about corporate culture a few minutes ago, but I want to turn it inward and talk to you about what mentoring means to you. I'm also interested to hear if you've had any mentors throughout your career who've really been helpful, kind of guiding you along the way. I'll start with the the second part about mentors. I'm originally from Australia. Uh, I moved to New York 20 years ago and I started a practice that didn't exist, a practice area that didn't exist. (laughs) My approach has always been to try and make sensible decisions within the parameters of what the goals are and the person that I've always relied on to do that's been my father. He'll always give me a very practical direction. He'll also remind me to make sure that my ambition and my ability match up properly. The way that I approach it is well thought through. 
again, it probably sounds trite, but both of my parents have, from the time I was little, both encouraged, supported, and looked and been honest with with what it is that with their feedback on what I've tried to do. That has really been both the compass and the barometer for me. In terms of my approach, I'm very much a freedom within a framework kind of person. I'm very careful to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to grow and develop because the goal is that everybody is as successful as they can be. In doing that, I also think, you know, having been thrown in the deep end a few times myself, having a safety net and having some structure in the framework that doesn't set you up for failure and that really I've always operated on the basis that providing opportunity and being there to support without interference is the best way to mentor anybody. Yeah. I talked about the team earlier. Now, there are a couple of partners in the team where they've worked with me for a very long time, one from for more than 20 years from being a first-year graduate. Wow. I can tell you the proudest moment of my career was when they were made partner. From a team perspective and from a personal you know, and professional point of view, I don't think there's anything better than that. That success is makes me feel better about anything that we've ever done. That's great, Darren. That's a great perspective too. I want to ask you a little bit about new graduates, law school graduates. It has been a very interesting year for folks coming out of law school. Do you have any special advice that you would give new graduates, new attorneys hoping to build their career in this very interesting moment that we're in? Look, I look at the folks that we interview and the degree of talent, just both the intellect, the training, the credentials and the clear ability. It's a very tough and competitive environment. I think that's even more complicated as a consequence of the pandemic. What I say when I'm asked in those interviews, my, my feedback is always be patient and be very deliberate with what you do and know and, and understand what it is that you're trying to do and set your goals and try and achieve them and be different. So be yourself. I think the days of showing up as a first year, hanging around and billing hours until you're a tenth year, then hoping to get some clients and maybe you'll make partner, mm-hmm. they're long gone. And, yeah. and I think clients realize, and I think more formally with sort of the, the diversity and inclusion focus, but informally, there's a huge value in diverse perspectives. And right. I think there's a significant opportunity for folks that take an approach and, and have a view that might be different to what they're being told. And to me, if you're patient, if you're diligent, and if you're different, then that's going to give you the best chance of being successful. That's great advice, Darren. Well, Darren, it's been wonderful having you on as a guest today. I've really enjoyed the conversation and hope you'll come back and share when there's some other stuff going on you'd like to talk about. No, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure and I really enjoyed it. Thanks again for joining us for today's discussion in this episode of IMS Insights Podcast. At IMS, we're trusted to deliver consultative trial and expert services for the most influential global firms. It's been our privilege to serve our clients on more than 20,000 cases and well over 1,000 trials, and to connect you with the sharpest subject matter experts and meaningful insights on important matters. If you have a topic you'd like to hear more about or unique work in your own practice you'd like to share, email our editorial team at editor at expertservices.com. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast platform. Join us next time on IMS Insights. Thanks again.